Get Into Gates, episode 11. We are talking bloodlines. This is the Get Into Gate team. My name is Mitch Lewis. Got the full team once again here with me. Go around the room, Matty. Yo. Good, um, good day. No particular time. This is, this is a podcast, so it could be any particular time of your given day. Good day to you too, sir, as I, as I tip my imaginary hat to you. Indeedy. And highest oh, regards to you my, also. My Michael's just fallen out. Sorry, chaps. <laughs> bring it back to 2016, Reese. What's doing? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> and Brendan? Hey, Gown. Ah, there we go. Oh, Carl Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Brendan or Keith? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going on, boys? <laughs> there we go. Here he is. We are uh, get into gates. We are talking about Stargate each and every week. If you are new to the show, we've got 10 other episodes. You go check them out because they're all great. Like, just, mm, yeah. just good old-fashioned listening, if you've got a spare 40 <laughs> minutes, you know? Um, just wholesome. Wholesome. Listen, just wholesome. <laughs> no ads. Family, just Zero ads. Get the whole family, just crowd them around okay. the, the iPod, like the old radio days of radio. <laughs> get her in the Put it in the ear. And bloody What's ear, an buddy? iPod? Yeah, you know what? Hook it up to the central speaker, then go to everyone's bedroom, because no yeah. one converses with each other, and they can go and listen on their own time. Yeah, um, uh, we talk Stargate each and every week. Reese, who we uh, just introduced you to. This is what he sounds like again. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't prepared for that one. He will be yeah. prepared for the rest. Reese has never seen an episode of Stargate until uh, we started this. The rest of us in the room, long-term hardcore Stargate fans, so we are reliving it while Reese experiences it for the first time. We just break down an episode a week, and we are up to up to episode eleven, Bloodlines. Uh, and I was um, excited about this because it's the first Tilk episode. Mm, now, Reese. Yeah. You know Tilk, as limited as you may be for the last 10 weeks, this is the first time we've really delved into the uh, the mm. psyche of the character of Tilk. Yes, and, and as already... little as I do know him, I've always wanted to delve deeply into him, so <laughs> oh. this well, is he, the episode he has to been, do it. Since very early on, he's been your favourite character, hasn't he? Yes, absolutely. Just the... Um, just the no emotion tough guy that um, just takes no shit. <laughs> Much like yourself. The exact opposite <laughs> man. <laughs> and up until this point, he's just been Teal'c. He was a warrior who turned from the dark side back to the light and uh, turned against his false guards. And he's just been on the side of the humans doing everything they want for, as we found out in story time, six months, all of a sudden, they've dropped a bomb on us. He's not only got a, a wife, he's got a kid. Mm. What were your thoughts when you found that out? Yeah, that was it was very passive aggressive when he was saying he wants to go back to Chulak and 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 um without reason. So uh, SG1 thought. But um yeah, no, when yeah, I um cuz I think the first bit was uh his dream when he was getting the um Yeah, he yeah. had his symbiote out cuz they were trying to give um him and symbiote out for Harambe so <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad joke. What? Oh, back. They're trying to, because this is the first time you actually see they're trying to take Tilk's symbiote and try to give him medicinal. Bit of research, try and see if he can get rid of his ghoul. Yeah, prior to that, he was having his little nightmare thing, and then there was a young young kid there that's when I like I straight away I thought oh he's got a son that's his son mm. uh, at first I thought I was wondering if we'd have given anything away because I remember very early on maybe children of the gods or oh that's right we, yeah we he's got kind a family, of hinted yeah. at a family we didn't say whether it was his parents or his wife or his yeah, kids or anything yeah. but I was yeah. just wondering Mitch whether put his that foot would... in it. yeah I know and I say that we're going well and I think you said to me you go yeah. well he's well, not he didn't have a immaculate conception yeah, yeah. 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 Just, oh good recovery good save <laughs> <laughs> trying to take that foot out of our collective mouths yeah when um 
because Teal'c was like, oh, we, you know, we should go back to Chulak. And they're like, why would we what? go back nah. there? That's crazy. And, he's, and then he gets all passive aggressive. He's like, fine. And then walks out. Yeah. And everyone's like, what the hell was that? Like, that's the first mm. bit of real, I guess, emotion that you, you see from him. Yeah. Um, in regards to anger and whatnot. Yeah. And I think there might have even been a little bit of a retcon here where they seem to refer to Chulak now as the whole planet. Yes. It's like when they went there in, mm. in Children of the Gods, the they're city. on the planet, and then SG-1 are talking to the clerics that are coming through and saying, oh, we want to go to Chulak. And they go, oh, Allah, Chulak, oh, Chulak. Yeah. And they take them to Chulak, which you assume is, yeah, is, is a town on the planet. Mm. But now they kind of, and forever now, they kind of just refer to just Chulak as, mm. as that world. Maybe it's yeah. like Marklar in South Park. Like Marklar is everything. You never saw that episode? Didn't see the show. Oh, uh, nice. I haven't seen South Park since I was about thirteen, mate. <laughs> well, me neither. I think that's what I'm watching. There's a planet called Marklar, and everything on it was Marklar. Oh. Everyone was named Marklar. Everything was like an object, a computer, a tree. Everything was. The Marklar. only things from South Park I can quote are from the movie, which is "Shut your f-ing face, I'm <laughs> and I'm the clitoris. That's it. I was going to say oh not to God. not no, to make a sexual joke, but the... you've already mentioned the, the c word there. But uh, was was a line for what's oh, the I teacher's felt... name? Clitoris is a is a clinical term. Of course it is. No, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But what, that. what's the what's the teacher's name, Mister um, Mr. Garrison? Mister Garrison. And one of the one of the um, uh, students says, Mister Garrison, why are you gay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Well, children, I just don't trust something that bleeds for five days and doesn't die. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, was... I was way too young to hear that and understand it, <laughs> yeah. but I knew there was a little bit wrong. Hey, look, gr- <laughs> growing up as the youngest of, of three kids and just growing up with a mum and, and two older sisters, whenever I said that phrase at home, <laughs> <laughs> the lightning that would come down on me. Jeez. <laughs> don't even know. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I did used to get in trouble. Uh, I babysat my niece when she was about four. And some friends over, not realizing we watched um, the South Park film, and just my niece was just sitting there watching it, and I didn't think anything of it. Three days later, my sister calls me, and my beautiful little four-year-old, you know, princess niece in a in a, in a pink bedroom is humming the tune to "Shut Your f-ing Face, Uncle." <laughs> and my sister's like, "Is there anything you want to tell me about when you babysat the other week?" I was no. like. Nope. Yeah, maybe look after your own f***ing kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, it's, it's again, I think the third episode running, Teal's been lying. Stop keeping shit from mm. us, man. We told you last episode. Start writing stuff down in a book that you're hiding from us. Yeah. Maybe top of the list. Uh, not only am I wanted fugitive, I've also mm. left a family back on my home planet mm. and they could be used to exploit me somehow. Tilk, take after me and just have a spoiler book. Yes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right. Tilk is like ogres. They have layers. They have layers. Because ogres are like onions. <laughs> what, they sting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like crack. that. I like that boulder. That is a nice <laughs> boulder. <laughs> so, like, did you guys write the. Sorry. Just digressing. Did you guys end up clicking on that link that I sent you today? The you said, oh link? yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I, well, didn't. I said DC. Girls. Yeah, DCs have re- released something and it went down like a lead balloon. Like, hey, Laker girls. <laughs> it ain't funny. It ain't funny. <laughs> I didn't understand that whole thing. I've never seen that film. Oh so man, you are missing out, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is one of the. It is such a great. Great. What's it called? Bowfinger. And what is an Eddie Murphy film? Yeah. And Steve Martin. Yeah. Steve Martin's mm-hmm. a, like a, he's a wannabe director, but he's a f-ing nobody, but he pretends to be a somebody, and yeah. he's trying to get this film made, and so he secretly films the biggest star in the world, who's Eddie Murphy, yeah. uh, and it makes a film around. Is it pre or post Pluto Nash? Pre. pre. 
Oh, it was like the, I think almost the last great thing that yeah. she did. Yeah, I was going to say that. before all that. Yeah, Heather yeah. Graham's in as well. Heather Graham's in. Basically, anything post you... like Doctor Doolittle, I was like, I'm out. No, it was before. But... It was almost like the first uh, Clumps movie, whatever that was. Before that, maybe. oh, the Nutty Professor. Yeah, and... was it? Yeah, Nutty Professor. Around almost not... the yeah. Uh, Nutty the end of the golden era. Yeah, of Freddie Murphy. I think it was about 90... no, 98, 99. Both I remember think, we I watched it in high school. Yeah, just I remember we was going together. Capalaba. I think we went and saw it together. Yeah. That was so funny. It's so good. Do you it's like so smashing good. pumpkins? Are you kidding? I love doing that. <laughs> that, <the> <laughs> no, that was Bowfinger. Pretty sure it was the Simpsons. You want to f***ing watch the movie? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sound of brothers or the sound of bloodlines. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know last week we were talking a fair bit about... I'm uh, Googling that. <laughs> <laughs> I know last week we were talking about um, uh, Hammond, and how do you describe him? He's a catfishing son of a bitch. Uh, sh- uh, sure. So he was cat- <laughs> catfishing. Right um, but uh, I liked in this one when O'Neill finds out that Tilk's got a son and, and a wife, but he doesn't go and reveal that to everybody. He just supports Tilk in his wish to go back to Chulak. Mm. And then Hammond, I, I probably should get the audio, and we'll try, I'll try to pull it up now. But um, he's like, Jack. Would you like to come into my office? Not O'Neill, not Colonel. It's like, Jack, come in here. Come and step right in here. And he almost sort of sits him down like he's in the principal's yeah. office. He's like, and he's like, shuts the door. He's all calm. And it's like, what the f*** are you thinking? You don't <laughs> undermine me in front of my stuff, you son of a bitch. And then he sort of sits there and has a calm and probably calls him a teddy bear and stuff. But yeah, yeah like I love Hammond. Having been a long-term fan, I love Hammond. But yeah, you and I know you said a few episodes ago that it took you probably three seasons to come around on him. And I'm like, you, mate, yeah. you are crazy. Yeah. He is a he's a lovable giant. Like he's he's an authoritative figure, but he is a teddy bear. He's a but pushover. The last... When has he ever put his foot down? Well, like, yeah, there's that. Yeah. But the last three yeah, weeks, buddy. he's just had a couple of instances where I'm like, dude. Yeah, be the Hammond I love. I think Don't I think that's like that. why I had such a hard time getting getting on board the Hammond train because it was like, for so many episodes like this, he 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 makes them plead their case and and do all this stuff, and he's like, yeah, it's fine, go for it. It's like, well, <laughs> you're just wasting time, man. You talk about how expensive <laughs> it is well, to turn the Stargate points. on. <laughs> yeah, that's smart what, people. That's what I see as a good leader. Is you, I mean, you, you're not you're not there just to make decisions. Like you're there to hear the views and hear you know everyone's different part of the story and but then it's like he's already, he's, but he's already made up his decision he's like yeah, yeah I've the president made you. up the decision <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the president agrees with you I don't uh, but, but he's like I'm going to let you but you need to tell me why I'm going to let you yeah, yeah it's like last last week in last episode um, he's just let Catherine go like he's absolutely yeah. fuming he's like yeah alright you can go yeah. I'm like don't you have to ask someone or because <laughs> if she dies you're in trouble yeah right? I feel like, like there's there's like a duty of care a, an insurance form or something yeah. you've got to fill out <laughs> yeah. just for you know yeah. we'll talk about the government a waiver They've lost countries, mm. whole countries before. <laughs> yeah, <that's it>. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about um, uh, letting someone do something, and, and through with gate travel, Teal gets told, I think twice, you can't do this, and then O'Neill gets told, you can't let him do this you know and then all of a sudden the alarms are going off Tilk standing there in his Jafar armour <laughs> yeah. with the gate on go I am going and back. I feel like you need a hand to get into that he, he yeah. can't he can't clasp that at the back himself well, look, like he to, needs someone <laughs> to help him get into yeah, that but not to nitpick where, he needs someone to Walter? zip him up is that, is that just hanging in his closet like surely that's been confiscated you know yeah. that's enemy sure it's it's like stormtrooper outfit it's not stopping anything as we've learnt yeah. but it's body armor it's alien it's body armor surely like, they've got that locked up somewhere you know it's it's in I mean, a it's in a cabinet and it's, it's that like mechanism staff- that opens up that snake that's really complex like, that's some hardcore tech <laughs> right there but he's an alien he's been working there for six months he's allowed to keep his alien technology 
piece mm. weapon in, in his cupboard and also his armor. I just and it's he's like clearly a, been hiding secrets from them. You know that. Yeah. You know and that it's scene, like no, no, keep him there with the with the unidentified <laughs> weapon that we you know don't that understand. Scene in sure. Spider Man, where Peter Parker opens up the his wardrobe and he's got a suit in the Spider Man costume yep. hanging there. Yeah, Teal'c every morning. I want to see an episode. It's like a day in the life of Teal'c, <laughs> yeah. and he gets out of his shell Emeron, You know, a little uh, what is it? Um, what is he what's it called? Uh, Meditates. Uh, uh, Kelnor Reem. Kelnor Reem. He, uh, he gets out his Kelnor Reem. Boom. Blows out his candles, opens up his wardrobe, and there's his SG uniform and his serpent armor. And he's just like, yeah. what am I going to wear today? <laughs> like, I don't even think they've started wearing the blue off-duty uniform yet. They've only been wearing green off-duty. Yeah. So he's like, he's literally he's got two outfits. I'm feeling a little bit enslaved today. <laughs> I'm going the grey. You know what? I'm going to go the green from the neck down, but I'm yeah. still going to wear the serpent hat. What does, <laughs> I still want to wear the stockings underneath. What do you think, Tilk Jr.? <laughs> they have Halloween on the base every year. Tilk just wears a serpent outfit. It's like, guess who? Uh, is it Tilk? Chink. How well, did you know? Talking about Halloween, they must have a great costume department because where the hell do they get the priest's uniforms from when they start to go through? Like oh yeah, the rest of SG One's dressed as the priest. Not only that, where do they get hello, them hello, from? Luck, guys. Oh, I just had to make Walter's them up. Walter's really good at sewing. <laughs> yeah, Teal not only is a great warrior, he's he's a costume designer because yeah. he's actually got to yeah. sit down like, with it with a with a like a pen and just paint. This what is you, what they look what like. What you don't you know? know is he made that chainmail himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's you what I'm wondering. Of that. Is, yeah, how did they get those? Because they, I guess they'd brought all those people back with them, but they wouldn't have. The priests. But not those have guys. Come. The priests wouldn't have come because no. they were like unless they of stripped several priests on the way back to the gate. They were slaves yeah. though, when they? They surely they have dressmakers in with them. Yeah, but I'm just saying. But how do you get that like alien leather material yeah. that their hoods were made out of and all that sort of stuff? That's interesting. I never. Yeah. That never clicked I just on me. Of that I just in my head when I saw it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a throwback to Children of the Gods." But yep. I never thought about how they got those outfits. They must have <laughs> somebody. <laughs> it's the only explanation. Yeah. It's the only explanation <laughs> I mean, to a lot of problems. Yeah. When you back, thing. when you back in, <laughs> I feel right. that comes up a lot. <laughs> when you. Uh, in uh, like okay, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest f- here. We're gonna say you farted or something. No, no, no. I don't, I'm just gonna. Say- <laughs> I'll put in that sound effect to um, uh, give to, you a clean edit point. To all the stuff well, you're just, cut out. To, just to point out to the audience, we have jump skipped a little bit because the last five <laughs> minutes of what we actually said on the record that we'll never see the light of day, we'll never see the light of <laughs> Maybe day. Maybe at the end of the season. Oh, <laughs> yeah, when we're, when we're already in jail and it can't it's, get any worse. <laughs> We'll let maybe let you hear that, uh, but it's not going to be from a, from a place where we want you to sympathise with us. We just want we want you to hate us even more. Yeah. We'll send it to Lincoln so he knows what he's missing out. Wow, um, God, I kind of I kind of want to you know plead plead guilt anyway after the last couple of minutes. I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to get rid of that guilt. You know, I mean, <laughs> don't. Hey, I'll, I'll hit the button again. <laughs> No, this is honestly, you don't, you don't need to listen to a podcast so everyone's laughing and you're not in on the joke. This is not what we mean That's to do. Mean. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. That's I come mean. in here to explain what was going on and we've ended up making it even worse. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we didn't say anything bad then. I just said something wrong, so I'm starting again. Hey, guys, can I ask you a question that you don't know the answer to? What is it, Mitch? Do you know what else is really cool about this episode? What? Mother Braytac. <laughs> Did I say it right that time? No, absolutely. I love that you still put in the Smash. mofo, so you've got to beat that anyway. Yeah, because I feel he deserves it. His introduction <laughs> yeah, yeah. into this episode. Samuel Jackson, mother. 
fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. Well, and what is he, 135 or something? 133. Oh, let's give him the intro he deserves. Yeah, Reese, good recall. Mm. You challenge me, Hashak? Uh, no, I don't think we came to fight you. A shit. <laughs> We're here on a mission. If you don't want to be a part of it, just say so. <laughs> you, you choose your friends well, Tilk. <laughs> Though, were I a hundred years younger, it might not have been quite so easy. You're over a hundred years old? <laughs> God, I'm sorry. A hundred and thirty-three. You must work out. <laughs> <laughs> he get, I reckon Hashak must be like... F- <laughs> <laughs> now, if you remember there from a couple of episodes again, the reason why you can't hear any letter in that swear word is because you know what swear word it is. It okay. And it was yeah, not anything. Cat, it was like not catfish. With such venom, you look at me, Hashak. Yeah. Like it was like, whoa. I feel like O'Neill almost missed his opportunity to go, don't you call me that. What does yeah. that mean, Till? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can hear that. Yeah, it's a yeah. really offensive word. Yeah. <laughs> just the way he says it. Yeah, yeah, but you're right. Like he's an old bloke. He's smaller than everybody else in that team, except yeah. for maybe Carter, I guess. And yet he's kicking everyone's ass. Yeah. And Tilk's afraid. Tilk of him. just falls in the line. Doesn't he's he? he's yeah. got that gold emblem, so you know he's yeah. good. Yeah, and he's well, he refers to him as Master Braytac. Yeah, well, yeah. he's he's a master. I was it's trained like by a, Master Braytac. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like I feel like it's a title more than anything. It's yeah. it's a it's a title of respect. Mm. He trains the Jafar. I gathered. Because yes. when he's at the mm. end of the episode, he's talking about his son saying, I've now got another Jafar that I can train and yeah. and teach the world of false gods to. Yeah, yeah that, actually, that was a good point because up until this episode, Tilk has really, he's been the face and really the only name that we've heard as being uh, a traitor, as they're calling him. Um, mm, yeah. And and the non-believer, the one that has abandoned the Jafar and, and even the Guld, obviously. But he's so openly and... Just not carrying that much weight when he announces Braytech and going, oh, I know, I know a guy that you know um, that he also believes them to be false gods. Mm. And I'm like, again, is that not something you should have mentioned before? It's like, hey, I'm not the only one. There's like an underground there's resistance sort of yeah. thing, one you know? Yeah, other guy. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> where there's like, one, there's got to be more than than one. <laughs> wow, Daniel, the voice of reason, all things science, yeah. and that's your reasoning to go Yo. back to the most hostile planet you've ever been to. But um, yeah, Braytech, like, again, we don't want to go too much into the future, but as you see, Reese, he's not dead at the end of this episode, and you can't blame them for wanting to bring him back because he's a bad ass. Mm-hmm. He's very cool, Braytech. A little funny thing I noticed at the start when they, or when they first went through uh, the Stargate, <clears throat> went past the priests and whatever, and uh, Jackson had his glasses off. And he's sort of trailing behind in the line. I saw this too. I was hoping someone else would yeah. notice yeah. it. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I watched it with Badana and I go, oh, bloody Daniel. She goes, what? He ran into the rock. No, 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 no. He sneezes. And then so oh, he, yeah, yeah, like yeah, he sneezes yeah. and then he has to run up behind yeah, he did him. Sneeze. Oh, I thought he ran in. Yeah, right. He sneezed and he, he ran into the rock. because Yeah, yeah. right. It reminded yeah. me a little bit of... I just thought because he didn't have his glasses on, he oh. ran into the rock. I thought he took his glasses because he sneezed, which harkens back to the um, gate travel plays with his allergies from the film. Yeah. Mm. So he's gate travelled, sneezed, and then has to sort of play catch up. It's it a very wide shot though yeah, to play well, that. Yeah. I guess maybe in the close up it might have played too goofy. Mm. But um So I didn't get when when they first came through the gate and the, the priest went up and tried to tried to grab him and he put him in his place, like what what is the priest's place? Like he's obviously 
They look after the symbiotes, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what I gathered. Yeah. Because you see them later on walking with the with a little fish tank full of um, primters. Yeah. Which He's... another little a little goof there is um, more upside down serpent logos. I know. Yeah, I they look that like up too. they look like the Omega symbiote. Yeah. What the mm. Fuck. Yeah. And on the priests as well, like I mean, at this stage anyway, uh, are we to believe that they're non-combatant Jafar or are they humans? Yeah, good I call. would. S- I would say Jafar mm. because they they, would- they do wear the symbol. Yeah, they are all Jafar, but um, maybe they. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I feel like in the in the film they talk about. There's like the a, son's there's, Jafar, there's, but he doesn't a become ho- a, ma- a real man or whatever. Yeah, but he's obviously always had that pouch. Like you've got to have the pouch to become a Jafar. So, but I feel like in the film they kind Not of they kind it. of separate it in turn. Well, how is he going to get the primtar in there? Well, Hathor. Yeah, we haven't got. Well, if you're going to quote Hathor, then we've got a whole other issue of problems. <laughs> um, but no, like in the film they talk about you know obviously there's there's Ra and there's the gods, and then he has his little human slaves who look after him. And mm. then he has his Jafar, who are his warriors, and then there are just the slaves that are mining and all, and all that sort of thing. But then, obviously, due, throughout the series, anyone who has anything to do with the Gua world is, is usually has a symbol on their head. Is, is Jafar? There's so yeah. many Jafar. What is that weird? Because I thought they were all Apophis. What is that yeah. weird? That's the first time I noticed is like an upside down triangle with the staff weapons through it or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's it's got to have something to do with. I guess maybe they were trying to do something different in terms of making it maybe maybe the people wearing the the snake symbol are um, warriors, warriors and this because he was a priest mm. meant something different. But they mm. I don't think you ever see that that symbol were, again. Yeah, they tried something that didn't work. Yeah. yeah, just even on the symbol, it was cool when we got to the the village. I think when um, when Ryak was sick and the shot uh, or the scene started with a shot of the uh, like a giant sort of pole of the um uh, of the snake symbol and it was really d- like clearly yeah. snakes mm. rather than just sort of being in like in you know a, a sort of curved line like uh, like the symbols in the head oh, I that just that was really cool like that they'd sort of really defined yeah. what it's supposed to look like the sign of apophis yeah, yeah. and i can't yeah, remember seeing it so defined again in the future i mean no, i'm I sure think you even see eyes and all that sort of stuff yeah right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. really detailed it's cool the thing is, too, once they came through the gate, like where Reese was taking off from, then they took off their robes. Why? Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. You're not yeah. there yet, guys. You know. It's like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Didn't get I feel it. like they could have not just, really incognito. They could have mm. walked into the village, but yeah. instead they chose to go the subversive route and go back to their camo and and sneak in. Yeah, mm. but it's like, well, Couldn't yeah, you it was, sneak it was in a, just like that. A weird, a weird choice. It's like, well, Teal's face is covered, so it's it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very strange. And then, of course, he runs to his burnt-down house and he's shattered. And the first time we see real emotion mm. here from Chris mm. Judge's performance. And then, of course, the reveal of what is always known as he sees the symbol on the side of the house. This is the mm. home of Sholvar. Yeah, and this is the first time we officially get it translated into traitor. Yeah. Which we kind of preempted in uh, in the Knox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's mm. it. Even so, I actually was... Watching because I know, as I said, when we recorded the uh, the knocks, um, I hadn't finished watching that episode, so I only like a couple of weeks ago was had watched it again and or finished watching it. And just hearing that word, I love hearing Apophis say that word, just in that voice, like, yeah. Shava. it's a bit like what are they, what did um, like Hashak, yeah, yeah Hashak, yeah, yeah you like can really he, hear he it, really he really pronounces the apostrophe somehow, yeah. he manages yeah. to pronounce <laughs> it, it's like Shava, yeah, like he just, yeah, like, we can't it. 10 years, 20 years after watching the show, but this actor, given the script for 20 minutes, he's able yeah. to like clearly get the dialect, <laughs> the flanging. His voice helps as well. Absolutely, that's, yeah. That's true. 
when I when I edited up that stuff from um uh, from a couple of weeks ago with um when I fast forwarded all the Broca Divide stuff, I actually hit the wrong the wrong button and it flanged everyone's voices instead of fast forwarding <laughs> it. I was like, oh, that was interesting. Is that what we're calling it? Flanged. Yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, okay. I think it's uh oh god, like season five in one of the audio commentaries they talk about the right the flanging of the voice, which yeah I thought was a weird term as well. Mm. Yeah. Americans. America. Well, Canadians. Cana- Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> not, of course not, for anyone listening. <laughs> we love you. In the northern continent of Thank America. Thank you for giving this the show to talk about. Um, so I couldn't get past the whole fact that the whole trip was pointless. Well, it wasn't going to be. be- but well, because, it was. Uh, <laughs> completely fucked up. Mm. Didn't yeah. realise that Ryak was actually sick. Yeah, and he actually needed yeah, the was, prim tar. It was weird. It's like he he talked about, you know, Master Braytac and and all that sort of stuff. So maybe he just never assumed that Master Braytac would look after Ryak, like he said he would. Yeah, but you'd assume that he Braytac's been looking after them all this time anyway. Mm. Love it how like he's so, waited six months and he's like, yeah, it's probably today, and then he sprints into the camp seconds before he's going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Great timing. <laughs> just great timing. Actually, that, just watching that scene, uh, like I lo- you know, saying before, I love the design of the uh, the snake emblem, uh, the the two-bladed knife that the gold yeah. or at least yeah. the Jafar yeah. carry. I really yeah. like It's such a simple little design and it's like, why yeah. not if you can have two blades on there instead of one like but yeah. i just something so small like that it looks is, so is really cool and, oh, and they I do wonder, keep that design around is that too prim tar blade or? i wonder if that's how they cut the pouch yeah maybe probably. that we were just talking about before maybe ryak has the capacity to hold a, a ghoul in his stomach but mm. maybe that blade is to actually cut the cross yeah to yeah, get maybe. access to the pouch true, doesn't true. seem very sanitary <laughs> well yeah <laughs> the gold symbiote will heal it i mm. guess what about Teal's wife, though? Oh man, like, yeah, we're in a we're in a black leather miniskirt. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> she was like, she was like the Jafar version of like a Valley Girl, like trophy wife. Like, <laughs> apologies to every yeah. Valley Girl and trophy wife. <laughs> real, real housewives of Chula. Yeah, the Real Housewives of Chula. <laughs> Thank you for stealing my punchline. Oh, sorry, man. Um, my husband Teal, um, <laughs> he betrayed our God Apophis and left me and my son to ourselves. Um, can we make that? That'd be great. Good spin off. <laughs> That'd be great. So good. You can cross over with Austin Powers. Everyone doesn't know and thinks about the families of the henchmen. <laughs> yeah. um, but they do. They do at a later date. You know, no spoilers for Reese. They do actually end up recasting um, that lady to play Drake. Yeah, and, and she ain't as hot. No, but memory. I think she plays the role better. I think there's less of that whiny valley girl, Not worth it. and more of a. <laughs> No. More of a the, Jafar. More of, she ends up being more of like a more of a proud Jafar, you know, rather than this weird yeah. high pitched squealy valley girl. Yeah, she was a, a little bit too earth like, wasn't she? Yeah, Tilk and like Tilk's so prim and proper in the way he speaks. Yeah. And regal. And so is Braytac. Yeah, and she's, and she's just like, this. And like God, Tilk, you like totally ditched us. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, my my leather mini skirt's riding up. Yeah. Oh my God. I was watching. So, I'm like, have you listened to your co-stars? Yeah, like, like, yeah. Come on, come yeah. on. Yeah. Mm, How did you get the job? Yeah. Cooper! Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. We get it she's good looking, but think about the universe. Oh, a little bit of trivia, yeah. trivia though, that the director of this episode, um, Mario as a party, actually directed Children of the Gods as well. So, so far, he's the only director to direct any scenes on oh, Shula. Good. Yeah, well, there was a lot of um, 
reshots, I guess you would say, where they're walking up the hill mm. towards the Yeah, gate. very sameness. Like, you got the idea yeah. that we're definitely on back on... Because I guess this yeah. is the first time we're revisiting a planet that we've already been to. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, they didn't get a main part of the city, but they went to the outskirts. But then when they mm. came back, they went up that hill mm. and back down. And then there was kind of the swirl of stones, which looked like the Warcraft 2 gate mm. portal at the end. <laughs> I love it, like... Just watching, I think there's the the village where they took Ryak to, um, to start healing him um, after Teal could found them, and just thinking like outside of the uh, on set like uh, on set scenes uh, that they have in Stargate, the on location um, sets are like just so it's like they've went for a journey in the Canadian forest, they've found a bear patch twenty meters wide, and it's like. Put seven tents there, and that's our village. Like yeah. everything is so tiny. Every village they've ever visited on yeah. on a location is just this tiny, tiny little mm. thing. You know, the Emancipation episode, and then this one, and other yeah. things along the way. But anyway. the film is, you know, the giant pyramids of Giza on another planet, yeah. these sweeping landscapes of the Sahara, <laughs> yeah. and now we're just like a pit in the middle of yeah. Vancouver somewhere. <laughs> just a gully of just a yeah. rocks. Don't do a wide shot because yeah. you know we're <laughs> yeah. we're in the middle of Vancouver. You'll see, see the British. Forest. You'll see British Columbia just down the hill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I have to say, this episode was not as bad as I remember. I've always skipped this stuff. Really? All the, all this sort of um, anything with Dreyark and Ryak, I normally skip. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think later Next. on when Ryak becomes an annoying teenager, I, I, I got really irritated mm. with him because he seems to be complaining about the stuff that he did the last time he in saw In the him. next episode that he's in, he is. I just, I want to take that knife and just. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but yeah, maybe I was just. Why is he going back home? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I was just sort of confusing those two episodes because I didn't I didn't mind this one at all actually. So why didn't they go back through the gate with them? Yeah, Uh, because equilibrium. Because they didn't get a contract for the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're over Um, budget, and we don't really feel. Well, that's what I that's what I didn't get. Like that's why I thought it was it was. Because the whole point they went there was to stop um, Ryak from getting the The MBA. Primtar. And then he got one anyway because he needed one. Tilt got another one. Yeah, Yeah, so so Ryak got Tilt. Tilt tilt traded his to Ryak and then Tilt got a fresh one. Yeah. An, an, an immature one. Hey. And then they, they stayed there, still outcast. They went back. So everything's still the same, except he just. Why didn't they up keep the, the dead one? I That's just... what I was thinking. Why didn't they keep the one that they chopped in half? Well, at... they, they had they had Kowalski's one, and they said that they needed a live one. Ah, yeah. But I'm just thinking about <laughs> maybe the whole purpose of this episode in terms of. It's in terms of the Primtar, because obviously we know and we've been told that eventually the Primtar come of age. And they need to seek a host. And that's obviously why they're trying to get it out of Teal before it matures. And then, so we assume, you know, when we meet Teal'c in Children of the Gods, he's had that Primtar for however long. Yeah. So it's, it's further along its, its mature maturity. Yep. So by giving him this one where Braytek even says, oh, it's a bit too young to be yeah. implanted. Mm. Yeah. They've Give bought a bit, a bit more time before they need to assess what they're going to do with Tilk. Mm. They've just bought themselves theoretically another five years yeah, yeah. of Tilk having a uh, immature symbiote. And maybe it weakens him a little bit in future episodes. I can't really remember. Um, but maybe it's just a matter of, of, of buying them time until they figure out what they're going to do in terms of, you know, are they going to get him another symbiote? Are they going to try and write in a way for him not to need his symbiote anymore? Yeah. Um, things like that. And I guess at the same time, plant the seeds of, you know, there are other Jafar out there who don't believe in the false guards and obviously give, give, um, 
Teal some great backstory in terms of what he's actually fighting for. You know that he has a family. And mm. That's what I didn't get. They only grabbed one. There was like half a dozen in that jar. And yeah, and Sam just grabs just one. Grabs one. She's like, like, oh, we don't want to be uncomfortable yeah. in that canister. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, they want to up It was a fit thermos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, can I say, though, that actual scene is probably my favourite scene of the whole episode when Daniel goes dark. Yeah. I don't know whether it's the music or whether it's just the space they Daniel? leave between everything. His face, he never breaks eye contact. What are you thinking? Yeah, he's just staring. Just that every single one of these infant ghouls will one day take a human life. And all I have to do is... If we kill them when they're as vulnerable as they are right now, we'd be no better than the gold. Let's go. And he starts to walk away. He does turn at that point. Changes his mind, last minute. And I feel like he just empties that clip. Like... And then he... And the fact that he just stands there and watches them drive. And there's that sound where you almost feel sorry. Even you feel sorry for the symbiotes. Almost. Yeah, like, because they're just suffering and it's like fish drowning. Fuck. Yeah. I love That's it. That's what I didn't get when but then Carter was that... sympathetic with them. Yeah. We're no better than they are. Dude, you're mm. like battling a war that you would like... You have to try to... Do but it is, yeah. it is yeah, the you science... You gorilla tactics. It's the science fiction equivalent of killing children, though. Like, they're well, non-combatants. But, I mean... Yeah, I forget what I was going to say, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, you know, given, and I've, I've mentioned this before, is, is this show does have the backing of the US Air Force. They actually have, you know, advisors on site and they actually contribute to the show. So that was one of those things where also is, they do limit them sometimes, but the Air Force will say, oh, well, a, a, a major or a captain in the Air Force will never do that, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So maybe that was just, sure. that was sure little, it wouldn't maybe that was a little note there, <laughs> because it is the sci-fi version of, of killing children, killing non-combatants. Yeah. So maybe they said, oh, yeah. look, Carter being the military has to say no 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 and yeah. obviously it does have that nice dichotomy of because Daniel is always the one that's the yeah, you know the voice. The, the voice of reason and stuff but he's just like he's gone dark and he's just like nah not having it yeah. mm. um, and essentially kills children that's amazing. But he it's, saves it's, lives as well. Well, that's yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's at the end of the day, they're little shrimp in a bowl that you know yeah. you we don't really feel for but there's that moment of he's almost enjoying watching these yeah. these symbiotes die. Yeah. Which mm. I find but interesting. At, at what point can you kill them? That's that's the thing. Like Yeah, you do wait, you wait till, till they, they Yeah, take over a body or and then yeah. oh now we can kill them, but how do we kill them? Like you gotta kill them when they're infants, when they're not in a, a um Oh totally. Person. Totally I, I don't begrudge Daniel doing it at all. Mm. But I understand why why Carter sort of says, you know, we wouldn't be any better than them. Oh uh, that's yeah, mm. and that annoyed me the first time. That's when Daniel turned around and was like yeah. Do you think that's a personal thing from Carter, or do you think that isn't like a? Military I think that's thing? military. I think that's... because if that's the case, then why why didn't Jackson get reprimanded for it? I don't. I don't. You know what I mean? If I just a... think that well, was I mean, kind of a contrast in however you would look at it, and that's what science fiction does. It gives you kind yeah. of both sides of the it. Well, it's, it's bringing up a social issue that we can then talk about. Yeah. So yeah. it's you know it's it's that. I mean, obviously, we can't put ourselves in that situation, but look at you know um, real life, modern day. Um, you know, military people, you know, fighting anywhere, anywhere around the world. If they found a bunch of, you know, babies, you know, in a room mm. that was, you know, by a, some kind of rebel faction or I'm ISIS, by, yes, yeah, ISIS or any of those, stuff, of those, yeah. well, we know that those kids, well, theoretically in this, in this, you know, hypothetical, are those children can be raised to be, you know, rebels and, and extremists mm. and all that sort of stuff. Well, would you kill them? 
So I think, yep. to me, that's the parallel I see. <laughs> no. Even though they're yeah, but you could you could remove them from the situation and and teach them how to be better. You remove well, you these could do that with a worms and do yeah and do well. Carter, science, Carter takes one. They plan to take one home. Like how do how do you well at this stage like well how do you teach it, but. You could theoretically, you know, if you mm. raised a guauld on its own, theoretically, you know, the guauld that's inside Tilk could be learning from Tilk, and when he grows up, it decides it doesn't want to be an evil guauld, it wants to be a good guauld. Yeah. So it's there's no right answer. That's the, that's mm. the whole point. Is, is that's what I find really cool about it is, yeah. um, given that Daniel is the quote unquote ethical one of of the yeah. team. Mm. That's why it was such a big, heavy moment. Yeah. yeah. And think. like the moment of the episode, considering this is a, a story about Tilk. Yeah. And mm. that, mm. I think, thirty seconds that that audio went for it's it made it the moment belonged to. Jackson. I got goosebumps when I watched it. Yeah, I just I'd forgotten all about it until yeah, I until too. I watched this episode I again. Forgotten about it. And um and yeah, you're right. Like, but again, it goes back to what I was saying. Like the last two weeks, how like he was all about you know fighting the good and finding Sharae, and then last week it was all about okay in the moment a selfish sort of thought about learning and whatever else I was doing, I don't care. And then back to tonight, back to being. I just want to kill these things because mm. one like it has taken my wife away from me. And you can get away with that because he's a civilian on the team. Whereas Jack and Carter, are, they're military. So they're like, well, that's not the mission. Our mm. mission, If our mission was to go and plant C4 on this little fish tank of squid and, and shrimp, she'd do it because oh, that, yeah. that would be that's her orders. Mm, yeah, but it's absolutely. not the mission. The mm. mission is to get a sample of this alien, get it back to SG-1. Mm. Uh, get it back to Stargate Command. I suppose, so, yeah. I mean, there's there's two different sides to it, eh? Like it, 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 yes, it kills hosts i mean effectively um but it keeps guys like tilk alive yeah so you sort of need them but that's you that double-edged them, sword of yeah. you know it's 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 the holy yeah. grail but it's also should Hitler. be the other way around yeah. yeah you know yeah and it's not something i guess they've spoken about yet they want to learn stuff from the the ghoul uh the the symbiotes uh and how they can maybe use parts of their um Physiology, biology, whatever. Well, if they can learn their to, anatomy, they can they can learn how to fight them. Yeah, but also Biological a, sim- a simple way is a hey, you know what? Um, the vice president's got cancer. Uh, you know, like okay, I guess he's not. That's like, right. He's, he's not, just not, the vice he's not a good. I guess <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm thinking more some, from from yeah, a Jafar yeah. point of view is that this thing could heal this person. Like, yeah. You know, or they, even they, if if they learn how a how a symbiote becomes a Jafar's immune system, if they can synthetically replicate that, mm. they can cure disease. Mm. You know, so yeah, it's it's that really cool double-edged sword of mm. yeah. Your greatest enemy could be your greatest mm. help asset. and yeah. victory. Yeah, asset. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And on on the where they stole the things from the tank when they finally met up with uh, with Braytac and 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 Teal'c and uh, and Dreyak again, and they're like, well, Teal'c's in a lot of trouble. Um, he's he's given his symbiote to uh, to Ryak and um, and he, and he he hasn't got long left. And they said, oh, we've got one. Yeah, yeah, just, just crack open yeah. the thermos. Yeah, and they're like, where'd you get that? Oh, we knocked it off from uh, from the from the, uh, from the yeah. building from the church. They're like, you stole that from the temple? It's sacrilege! And I'm like, Braytech yeah. well, didn't tell him what they did to the own... fish tank once they well, left. No, but by his own admission, <laughs> Braytech is a non-believer in false, false gods, yeah. and he's like, you can't do that. That's their building. Yeah. Like, that's where we worship them. That's but it's also that that's yeah. his free Medicare. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they still pay me. They don't know yeah. I'm leading the rebellion. That's his retirement plan. That they just. <laughs> I do like this is kind of the, intro- the introduction to uh, O'Neill and Braytech using human terms like 
Tilt goes, if we're discovered, you'll be brought to Apophis along with us. And he goes, oh, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. No, yeah. we shall not take the bridge. It's too dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just a term that we use. And it was yeah. one of those times where he starts to explain it. And he's like, no, what I mean? Oh, I don't even worry about it. <laughs> <Yeah. And then, laughs> now there's two of you no, I have actually, to explain yeah. it to. Dude, do they, I was using a cliche. <laughs> they mention, they mention uh, General Hammond to Braytac in this episode, yes. is it? Which I think is a great callback because the next time we meet Braytac, I think he does actually meet Hammond. Yeah. And he says, oh, you are Hammond of Texas. Yeah. Like he's remembered from back then. And it's yeah. just little little things like that, which are really nice sort of world building. Yeah. And then he ends up saying, uh, saying it at the end, doesn't he? Um, Braytac. I will cross that bridge when I get to it. Yeah, because yeah. they go, what are you going to do with... Yeah, because they... <laughs> they've seen Braytac basically betray Apophis. So then they, they go, what are you going to do? And he's like, yeah, well, you guys go... Because he knew, he knows that they're kind of goody two shoes, mm. and then he gets his fucking primtar quad blade out and just slices them up. Totally so, what he's doing. So maybe <laughs> once they leave, yeah, yeah. please go, hurry up, yeah, yeah. all right, boom. What are, what are you gonna do? I'll cross that bridge and we can't do it. So maybe Tilk, <laughs> maybe Tilk is just like really socially, you know, doesn't get it because it's like he's been living on Earth for six months. He still doesn't get human expressions and and stuff like that. Braytac's been hanging around for like 20 minutes and he's yeah. got, he's, yeah. he's he's got stuff it. down. Well, he's 133 like... years old. you think he'd pick up something. <laughs> yeah, Maddie's went back there again. We had to cut. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Here we are again. It's that time. Oh, what time is it, Reese? I forget. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you last week you should have recorded Turns it. Turns out Reese has not been paying attention. <laughs> How ironic that you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was not paying attention. That works so well. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So, question time. Um, so, what did we so get last time? It was, last what, week two, it was out two out of six. six. This week, we're only <laughs> going to do five because we did run out of time. So, five questions. If you don't know it, pass. If we have time, we'll come back to it. So, 30 seconds on the clock. And I'm playing for Adam from Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Adam. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Time starts at the end of your first question. Yeah. <laughs> Following on from the film... What planet had Dr. Jackson been living on? Uh, that would be... Uh, Come on. <laughs> In series one, what was Samantha Carter's military rank? Uh, Captain. No, yeah, Captain. In series one, who runs Stargate Command? Hammond. Who trained Tilk? Oh, that was bloody Braytac. In the episode Torment of Tantalus, what year did Ernest disappear? 45. And back Trulac. Abydos. Abydos. Uh, is the one. Almost, buddy. Hey? <laughs> Twice <laughs> as good as I last week. I tell you week. what, I wouldn't have got 1945. I would not have got that. Yeah. I would have only because he, he yelled it last did, week yeah, for some did. strange <laughs> reason. He did. I made a point All right. to um to remember that last week. Nah, that's... I Four out of five, that. mate. You have Whoa! been... Hey. You know, cheers. You have cheers. been... Turns out Reese has been paying attention. <laughs> but if you want to stump him, send in some questions. Yeah, by all means, get yeah. into Obviously gates. nothing, you know, season seven related. That's yeah. not going to help. No, please. Yeah. Cap, cap <laughs> it off uh, as of uh, next week's episode, which is called uh, uh, Fire and Water. Fire and Water. So uh, you get into gate at gmail.com is the best place to send in some questions uh, to see if Reese has been paying attention. But you're a bit excited about next week's episode, Matty. You've been talking about, you and you too, Brendan, about yeah. uh, Fire and Water, as all I've been hearing for the last, I think, three 
three or four uh, records. Well, I'm not. I'm not excited. Oh, okay, sure. I was. <laughs> I, like, I, like I was interested that that Brendan was quite excited, but I just. I just think it's a weird title. It should obviously be called this. What fate, Amaroka? Yeah, totally should. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone who doesn't well, sure find out well, next week. Sure we'll what Mitch doesn't tell anyone is that he actually doesn't remember this episode whatsoever because he hasn't watched it yet. So I thought that might uh, refresh his memory a little That's bit. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't have seen this episode in I reckon 10 years. Did and that... that did nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. It turns out Mitch has yeah. not been paying attention. <laughs> we'll quiz Mitch next week. <laughs> yeah. Come on, mate. Let's throw back 2004. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it was then. Yeah. I went. To, I, like, he's not here, Link. I'm not that I'm putting him in shit. I went to schoolies with Lincoln. Because clearly my mum didn't trust him and said, you have to go and look after so him. So you were a toolie. No, I you was a toolie. No, I was not. Don't deny it. Okay, sure. You were a chaperone toolie. Okay, sure. I don't know what you described me as. I was an in-house toolie. I did nothing. I took down a DVD player and two seasons of Stargate SG-1. And that's what I did for the whole week. Yeah, you wow. So there's all these... what you did at schoolies. <laughs> <laughs> I could say I didn't do that, but you were there. So you can say you're the mysterious yeah. older man, you know, just free reign at schoolies. Nah, a couple of seasons of Stargate, thanks. Yeah, that was so... He, he like, like, yeah, Lincoln. Lincoln in his prime. He's 17, 18. You know what to talk about, Reese. You were mm. there too. And Lincoln yeah, brings could've... in people to party, and I'm there going, sorry, guys, just got MacGyver on here. Mate. If you, <laughs> <get him on." laughs> no, Are you watching MacGyver? No, okay. So, <laughs> sit down and let me tell you about it. When oh, it... Mitch has got his dick out. He's watching porn. It's <laughs> okay. What the f***? See, Why are there little snakes on screen? Too? What are you watching? You, See, you completely missed it. <laughs> Mitch, your symbiote's coming out. You completely missed an opportunity there, Mitch. I've got a, I've got a really good mate, James. And he's a very attractive man. He's a personal trainer, so he's buff, good looking, all that sort of stuff. Keep I, talking about him. I always... I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't. I... <laughs> I always go out with him because it's what I it's what I call the shark and the sucker fish. You know, it's that the shark is the predator that goes out there and, you know, makes the kill. <laughs> the sucker fish lives off the leftovers. Yeah, I'm the sucker fish, my friends. <laughs> and Mitch, you could have been that too on schoolies. You could have been the sucker fish to Lincoln's shark and you watch yeah. Stargate instead. Oh, I'll be honest. This hey, week I've, I've been... I've been Sometimes mate, quite you, you could have lived the dream and had a session while watching Stargate. That was your opportunity. I had a girlfriend that was back in Brisbane at the time. No, that couldn't have happened. Yeah, you but... were at schoolies. <laughs> I was a nice boy. <laughs> this week I've been batching, right? My wife is in Victoria. We're in Queensland here. And everyone's like, oh, geez. I think you even, Maddie, goes, wow. How much have you been enjoying watching porn on the lounge room TV instead? <laughs> on your big curved like, high no, def flat you know screen. What? Instead, I've been watching Stargate on my laptop while I do the dishes. That's legitimately been my week because that's what Cute. I choose to do in the times where I could be <laughs> doing far better. Why don't things. you leave it piled up? <laughs> like a real man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are off on some really weird uh, tangent right now. That is Bloodlines. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Get Into Gate for uh, episode 11. You can uh, find us on the socials and uh, keep up to date with uh, what we're going to be doing if we're going to be raising any questions and uh, the episodes when they go up online. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, simply at Get Into Gates. And uh, depending on where you're listening, we're available on both SoundCloud and iTunes. And uh, as uh, we said earlier, if you want to drop us a line, send in some questions. Yo, I've got to give it all out, mate. <laughs> People might be their first episode. Oh, well, we'll see you next week. Thanks, Maddie. Bye.
God. <laughs> he's still connected. Thank God that f- it's gone. Oh, he's still here, mate. Sorry, his headphones are still on. He's You're 10 back. meters out the room. Get into uh, gate.gmail.com uh, at gmail.com and uh, get into geek.com is the uh, homepage for all things Get Into Gate and Get Into Geek, all our movie reviews and stuff like that. As Maddie said, go back and listen last week and get all the uh, all the details. We are getting to gate. We'll be back next week for Fire and Water. Am I getting that right? Got it, mate. Yeah. Yep, good. It's not Burn bright on. candle. <laughs> that was weeks ago. <laughs> Get into geek.com.